Welcome back to the Listen Out Podcast, where we analyze a new album each week. I'm Jamie, and this week we've got me, Nick, and Jordan. (coughs) This week, we're going to be taking a look at Sam's Town by The Killers, released in 2006, and it was picked by me, Jamie. Um, I picked this one for us this week because, I don't know, recently I've been... I guess not this week, but last week when I chose this, I'd been listening to the Killers, their first two albums for some reason. Mm-hmm. Don't know why. Vic asked if I was sad, and I said I don't think so. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, and so it was kind of a toss-up between Hot Fuss and this album for me. Uh-huh. But while I do really enjoy Hot Fuss, there's a lot more to it than Mr. Brightside. True. Uh, I don't know. I felt like this one would be a more interesting one to take a – like a full-on look at because it kind of has the encapsulated uh, stories about the human experience. True. Both in and out of growing up, specifically growing up in a small town, but I think you can extrapolate most of the um, thematic elements to the larger uh, capital L life that we all have. Um, what was you guys' familiarity with the the artist Oh, you mean other than none of them that I, the no familiarity that I had? None at all? Not even like when you were young or read my mind? You you know Mr. Brown. I don't think so. I don't really listen to this genre of music. Like, I don't. Well, right. But these, those were like the two that were like everywhere. Jamie, you've said that so many times. I'm That's not true. Why? And it's and even I, crazier. I, 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 think like just, I think it's just the radio it, stations. Yeah. The crazier thing, though, to, to me is, like, the time when it was everywhere was the most likely time when you would have heard it on, like, any radio station that remotely played rock kind of music was playing this stuff. Yeah, I didn't. I never listened to a radio station that played rock, though. Like, I listened to like, the ones that were... If it what? wasn't Uncle Cracker or Daughtry, he doesn't know it. Yeah, but like the but if you were listening to a radio station that played them, a lot of their stuff is also kind of rock. You're telling me you're telling Not me Katy Perry is rock, you're telling me Halsey is rock, bro. You're telling me Well that that was like a decade after this. Did you hear Halsey? Oh, well, I didn't even I don't think I even listened to the radio. I think I think at the very end, the okay. end of my uh yeah. listening. Like her early She's stuff. got that song that I do like <laughs> without without me, without you. Which one is it? Wait, is Halsey the one with Machine Gun Kelly? Probably. Yeah, I think so. Oh, yeah, like, they were like on again, off again, or something. Oh, G Easy, you're right, you're right. My bad. How dare you confuse G Easy? Oh wait, no, that's that's Camellia. No, no, no. I wait. What's that? What's that? What's that one G Easy song with uh with Halsey? I have no idea. Jeezy. Yeah, it's probably Jeezy. Didn't he get like arrested because he had coke at an airport or something? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I think it was um, listening to that's like if if someone told me they were like, my favorite artist is the Chainsmokers, I'd be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how much? Other like, music yeah, so I, they got some decent. St- 
they got some decent stuff, but it's fun, dude. Wesley from high school, though, he was a big fan. He was a big Chainsmokers fan, which also is crazy. Like, I w- Wesley's like was the biggest Chris Stapleton fan I knew, and the biggest Chainsmokers fan I knew. What a what a <laughs> duality of man. <laughs> yeah, right. Um. Yeah, so I guess back to this. Uh, so Jordan going in blind, then, or I guess Nick, how did you were familiar with them, right? Uh, yeah, I was really only familiar with their. I was I knew when you were young. Uh, oh. read my mind. Uh, for reasons unknown, I knew like a lot of the words to that, and I forget, like where really? I first heard it. Yeah. Um. Huh. I I vaguely remember like finding that song when um when I was first introduced to the Killers like when we went to the fridge when we were younger mm-hmm. um yeah because because I remember the sequence the sequence was like hearing the big hits off of Hot Fuss and then I heard uh when you were young and like a few songs off Sam's Town and I kind of latched on to for reasons unknown but I I mm-hmm. co- like completely forgot about it until I revisited it this week and that's I that's funny. Yeah. I, I that's that's definitely one of the ones I don't think of as much. Like mm-hmm. I wouldn't have guessed that that would have been one of the ones you knew if you, if you, I guessed like five, I yeah. probably wouldn't have guessed that one. Yeah, and I I knew a couple of songs off their second newest album, "Wonderful, Wonderful." I think is, I know that's the first song in that. Yeah, that's, the name, that's the name of it. Yeah, but um, and I, I see I don't know any of that album. I listened to it and I was like, this is weird. Yeah, and I never <laughs> went back to it. Uh huh. Um. And then I know a fair amount of songs off their newest album. I actually liked it like a lot. I was surprised. Imploding the Mirage. It was pretty good. Yeah. It reminded me of a very, some of it was very like Tom, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers adjacent kind of music to me. Yeah. Uh, the I think it, there was one song that I, I told you and my dad about that I was like, this reminds me so much of Tom Petty. Mm-hmm. It was the, it was the first one, or Running. second. It was the first or second lead single on the album, Caution. Mm-hmm. It has a guitar solo mm-hmm. from uh, from Lindsey Buckingham, like one of the main guitar players of Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, very very intricate uh. finger style player. Oh, really? Lindsey Buckingham on some songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I tried to learn. I think landslide like way back when. I, was, I never did. Plot twist. I was like, <laughs> holy shit! Is it really hard? Doesn't sound this complicated. <laughs> well, it's just like. I'm not someone who plays like really intricate finger style stuff. And so yeah. it's, it's not hard as it is just complex and having to train your hand, like how to do what you want when you want it to, mm-hmm. which is how you play an instrument. So I don't know what I <laughs> am saying. Um, but yeah. So Jordan, what'd you think about coming into this album raw? Would you, how, how do you like it? Uh, well, I was going to say, um, landslide is that is that the title of it by fleetwood mac yeah 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 Yeah. is that the one that goes like lately taken down to the landslide going away to the dark (laughs) that's actually really close oh okay cool cool cool. um but they were released like uh i would guess like 40 years apart yeah 30 to 40 years apart (laughs) Wait, Jamie. What, sorry, what was the question? I was, I was too busy trying to make that joke that it didn't. <laughs> you trying to figure out a shoehorn it in? I was just gonna ask <laughs> what you thought of the album coming in raw. Um, well, it it, it was decent. 
But again, it had some of that, um, it had some of that, what's it called? Like kind of sounding the same-ish. Oh, okay, guitar. Yeah, I guess I guess that is also what it is. But it had some of that sounding the same-ish vibes to it, uh-huh. you know? I can see that. The, yeah, there's definitely like most of it is the same instrumentation throughout. It's just the differences in like the specific rhythms and riffs and stuff. Yeah, I think I liked his voice decently well, honestly. Brendan um, uh, Flowers? Yeah. But uh, yeah. <laughs> other than that, I don't know. I was I was interested I, it to was, find out that Brandon Flowers isn't like a stage name. His his no, that's his name. Actual last name is oh, Flowers, Flowers, which I was like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah, that's his name. He also uh, he met his wife before he ever got his first gig starting a band. So, oh, uh, he said in an interview that that made it like <laughs> way easier because he didn't have to worry about her trying to like get to him for fame or anything. She yeah. met him when he was like a struggling musician. They met at a record store. Oh wow! And their Nick's first a dream, like, dude. Yeah, their first few dates were like they would go through and which, which quiz each other on uh, like if they knew whatever records they liked as they like look through the bins and stuff. Mm-hmm. Nick said, "Which record?" Um, that's hilarious. Yeah, man. I I don't know. I I feel like in that case you would probably like Hot Fuss more, just because mm-hmm. there's. Like this one, the 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 interesting part of it is more in like the storytelling of it, but in Hot mm-hmm. Fuss, like every song is pretty different as far as oh, how dang. it sounds. Like there's always some synth, there's always some rock, and there's always Brendan singing. But there, it's it's a lot. Uh, the songs are more discreet. They're not as like similar. I feel like interesting. I kind of agree okay. with that. Like mm-hmm. for both albums, the instrumentation stays pretty specific but maybe on hot fuss it's a little the emotions of the song how it's used is very different yeah i i the first time i had ever listened all the way through hot fuss was earlier today Mm -hmm. i like Mm -hmm. it i like that one a lot Mm -hmm. i really it's very it's a very controversial album people love it or hate it yeah but i i really enjoy it i also really like the album cover that's one of my favorite album covers that like blue, like soft blues within like the pink lettering. I, I just everything about it. I'm like, this is awesome mm-hmm. from a design perspective. I didn't know uh, that um, their logo was taken from an old Elvis album logo, like mm-hmm. Elvis's name yeah, I was just that. stylized with the little dots, just like the Killers' logo is. Yeah, like the show, way. like a yeah, like a stage lights yeah. or like the um, like, like an assortment the of bold, signs outside like. of theaters. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is like it, it's yeah, cool. I th- it's yeah. I think so, I read that in like the Wikipedia or something. Yeah, they're so like they do so much homage to Las Vegas in their work, like because because Ve- Elvis was like a huge Vegas singer in his later years, and uh, and Sam's right. Town is like Sam's Town and Casino is like a casino in Las Vegas that they named mm-hmm. like the album after. Which is funny because this focuses, I would say, more on seemingly the life that he lived. Like, so Brandon was born in L, uh, LV. I almost said LA. He was born in Las Vegas, but then grew up in like a smaller outside LV. Las Vegas town. Okay. And I would say that that's where Ooh, a lot of this feels, and down to like the album cover being a, a double wide and a goat. It's the state animal of Nevada. 
Oh, okay. I I never understood why they because all of their the singles for this too, they most of them feature a goat in some capacity, like Bones. But Read My Mind had the model and singer who Bones. was on the album cover. Mm-hmm. Was on the she was on the cover for uh, Read My Mind, and then Bones had a goat with like a veil on or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, from from what I could gather, it seemed like like. They had a very unique start as a band where most bands have to grind for years and years to get a record deal and like have some semblance of popularity. And like the first song that Brandon and the guitarist who who founded the band originally, I think before they ever put out an album, they rotated a few through like a few bassists and drummers like playing gigs, but like in the beginning whenever they released Hot Fuss, their debut album, they had like their their set band lineup that they've had for pretty much their whole existence until like a, a few of them like kind of dropped out like tentatively like later in their careers now but um uh like when they released hot fuss mr brightside that was the first song that they ever wrote and mm-hmm. it was just like it, an enormous hit and like, I, I would say that it still is an enormous hit yeah uh-huh like it's, it's crazy how relevant that song has been since two thousand and like two or three or whenever Hot Fuzz came out. Yeah, it um that was huge and somebody told me is is really big mm-hmm. and like uh, I know Smile Like You Mean It and all these things that I've done they're like relatively big off that album, but yeah they like I feel like so many people know I got soul but I'm not a soldier and they 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 blew up in england and they were like mm-hmm. a huge british rock band and then they wanted to try and highlight their american roots with like the whole sam's town imagery of this album yeah which well, you can kind of get that like this is a very like growing up in an american town yeah and like, in a lot of the i watched a bunch of music videos that they did for this album for like for bones for when you were young for read my mind like they're they're always they look like old-timey americans i was gonna say they're wearing Mm -hmm. tuxedos is the wrong thing they're wearing like old-timey suits that have like puffy undershirts and stuff and they just they look they look like just old-timey americans i haven't really interesting uh, old old-timey southwest energy or uh, imagery not energy (laughs) yeah i guess yeah man i uh i really like this album and i i figured what i i figured i thought that i i knew that i liked this album and i i definitely thought that i would get more out of it like taking a harder look at it for this and i did i now have an even more nothing like earth shattering changed about this album Mm -hmm. for me but it more just solidified the hunches i already had about the album Mm um but yeah I, i i really like the sound that they bring the killers have a very distinct sound and it's very modern synth rock mm-hmm. to the point where i'll hear other stuff i'm like oh this sounds very like killersy i don't yeah. listen to them and think oh this sounds whatever i mean there's a little bit where you're like yeah kind of bowie a little bit in some ways but um i definitely they, they have a very distinct sound in my mind and um and i also i i just like all the stuff brought up in this album, like mortality and aging or trying, like 
what it's like to try to help someone who doesn't want help and they just want to live in their own despair, addiction, change, uh, like de teenage depression or like m just like other issues riding beneath the surface of what it seems like the outer causes are. Mm -hmm. Like teenage unrest and just like desire for, you know, betterment at whatever costs. And then also like nostalgia and stuff. It's It's pretty cool. I think it's pretty well done. Um, Definitely. Yeah. So I guess I guess starting to get into it more, I, I from the very first song, like I really enjoy Sam's Town as a song. Mm -hmm. I like I the also. rhythm of the verses, um, especially the parts uh, specifically. Like uh, he says something about remembering Grandma Dixie's wake. I'd never seen anyone die, or I'd never known anyone who died before. And then the thing about my brother was born on the 4th of July, I really like the rhythm of that section in particular. Yeah. And then there's also the cool, uh, like, halftime breakdown group sing-along thing that is, like, the IC London, IC Samstown section. I really enjoy that every time too. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed that song too. And I was surprised I'd never listened to it. With, I was surprised I'd never checked out The Killers really as a whole band until um, until this week with this album. Like today, yeah. I listened to... I didn't listen to Sawdust because mm -hmm. I, I looked at the amount of time like I had left before the podcast and I, I realized like, oh, I could probably listen to every killer's album today if i wanted to and i'm not really like doing anything that i need to concentrate super hard on so i, I did that and i i listened to every killer's album I'm just today. doing brain surgery yeah <laughs> and uh but there there sounds like you can definitely hear it evolve like you can with most mm -hmm. bands but it's 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 pretty consistent for their first two or three albums with like um with with, with some variation but Samstown, that was a like it, it's a great intro like um i was gonna say a highlight of the record i'd say so it i i enjoyed a lot the the, yeah, the yeah. chorus with why do you waste my time is the answer to the question on your mind like mm -hmm. li lines like that that kind of like that wrap around to the next line or or like string your thoughts and like your your understanding of the lines to the next line and then kind of like flip it on its head that's always something that grabs my attention it's just, it's just clever writing that that makes you think like oh like he he was going yeah, somewhere like, else with that than mm -hmm. i thought he was yeah it's like how we learned in uh in our our english me and nate not you jordan you didn't have our uh teacher but in our like oh i didn't have the same teacher as you guys class we learned about you know, one thing he the thing he tried to hammer home to us about writing is like you want to be able to take your uh, instead of your listener kind of jumping from place to place in your paper, you kind of want it to be like a ski slope, like you're guiding them down. And yeah. 
Yeah, this is definitely that kind of like fluid storytelling, but still, you know, making points to be like, hey, did you catch that in that line? And you think about it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think, I think, and I, yeah, like his writing is just really good. Mm-hmm. I, didn't, I didn't look at the songwriting credits, but I'm pretty sure, doesn't Brandon write most, if not all, of their. He, I know it was right, the- at least. It was for the yeah he co-wrote everything and it was for the it was for the first mm-hmm. two or three songs he was the sole credited writer. Oh. Yeah, well, I did, and when you were young, so I think that might be the first Killer song I remember hearing because it was on Rock Band One. Oh yeah, I think. Oh. <laughs> um, that's hilarious. But I, I, dude, I love that song. I love it so much. It's such a good song. Um, it's probably my like top three on this album. But it like the the guitar is awesome. I really like the lyricism of it. And then there's like that huge it's it's just got a great solo in it. also the the baseline and synth just makes such a good backdrop in the verse and the choruses of it and i i just always enjoy the uh where it switches over to the the bridge is really good um mm-hmm. they say the devil's water it ain't so sweet you don't have to drink right now but you can dip your feet and then i also really enjoy the part um talking about like riding on the back of a hurricane that part i don't know why i just have always enjoyed that uh yeah that's the that's the second verse where they replace yeah like the 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 line that always grabbed my attention when i was younger was he doesn't look a thing like jesus but he talks like a gentleman That there's there's something s- strong or like it. I feel like you have to know that you're you're uh, invoking some kind of emphasis whenever you say like. I guess anything about like Jesus in a normal song, at least to me, like when you're not saying like "Oh yeah. Jesus" or "Jesus Christ," like when you're comparing something yeah. to Jesus, people are going to naturally analyze that and like uh, right it's it's like a it's a clever way of saying like he doesn't look a thing like jesus but he talks like a gentleman like 
he's not really the exact image of the perfect guy that you thought you were going to get, but he's... But he talks like, nice to you. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. Come and climb this mountain, I don't know. What a song. And then, um... In, like, a, I, I watched a couple of interviews with him and the drummer today, and in one of them they were talking mm-hmm. about how they still close, like, pretty much every set that they play with that song. And I, I watched oh. one of the closings from, um, it was from, they have a live album, and uh, it was, like, the last song at the concert that they recorded the live album at, and it was really cool. It just made me like miss even more not being able to go to concerts now that i have disposable and dude right as soon as concerts are over i i never even got to go to concerts that much which is why i wanted to go so badly i was so ready for bonnaroo again i was so hyped for that (laughs) and now the peach pit concerts off Mm -hmm. so sad i want to hear a blue face concert (laughs) It's it's strange how much I um tell people that I like love live music and I've only been to really like four concerts, but but they were or all just like such those concerts had an even bigger impact on you. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, they were exactly. such like spiritual experiences, basically. Like in in dude, exper- dude, that St. Paul one, I swear that was like a that was literally like a spiritual experience. That, that yeah. shit was crazy. Mm-hmm. In three of the four of them, I was yeah, you I was like, did like this, yeah. what like ten feet from the stage, ten twenty feet, like it was just yeah. those concerts. If you can find <laughs> an independent musician that has a concert at a smaller venue, and you really connect with a lot of Do their it. music, there's just like nothing like that experience. That's why I was so ready for Peach Pit. Yeah, Peach Pit. F's in the chat. Um, but so. I guess back to back to this little indie band, little indie artist. <laughs> yeah, uh, little tiny killers. I, I I always bling is one of those songs where whenever it starts, I want to skip it in the first five seconds. When I play your survival, you say it's hard enough to live. It's not so bad. It's not so bad. How do you know that you're right? Because I forget how much I enjoy like the the like the chugging rhythm of the verses. I really dig that. In the land of the free ride. I can't pull it any longer. The sun is How it's mm-hmm. just like a constant, I don't know, it feels like there's progression moving forward. And then I, I like the higher and higher sections. Later on in the song, but I, I always, every time I listen to this, I go, Oh, do I like this one? And then I'm like, oh yeah, I do. I just really don't like how they start the song. <laughs> That's funny. I 
I think it's like the one song on the album that I can't like start in my head or that I can't really think of a part of in my head. Like after after it, listening to it, goes, higher and higher, where yeah, yeah, I take it. Yeah, I I just played I like it again that. like to myself, mm-hmm. but it was like I, I I don't mind it. It um. It's not like one of the highlights on the album for me, but it, it's good. Yeah, I let it play through. Yeah, yeah, I definitely wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't put it like, you know, up there. But I do like. I do like that section. I thought I, I liked it enough to where I wrote it down. Mm-hmm. I um, think the the only song I really didn't like that much on the like whole album was Uncle Johnny. I, I wasn't really? a huge fan. Why? You say why? See, I do like that one. Mm-hmm. I. Something about the tone of it, or I, I honestly didn't even look into the lyrics a whole lot, just because I didn't it's like the about, sound of the song so much. But it, it's about like his uncle who who's addicted to drugs, right? Or like cocaine just, specifically. It's, it's a, some character who yeah is like addicted to coke. Okay. And uh, just talks about addiction, but it's actually it's written really interesting, where he says what you say johnny and then that's the end of the course and then like the verses are johnny talking not like the narrator and i i didn't realize that until i was looking at the lyrics on genius i was like oh that's an interesting like writing structure um interesting i like that song i don't know i i really enjoy how like power like just emotive the like guitar riff in it is And then how that goes throughout the whole thing. I kind of like the like anger of the the guitar in the background. Yeah, I Johnny Big. I don't know. I sorry. I might like it more listening to it now. I feel like I have a greater appreciation mm. for their music after listening to a couple of interviews with with um Brandon and the drummer's name's Ronnie. Yeah, and um and like listening to more of their music overall i might just have a better appreciation yeah. for it but the the first few times i listened to it like like i listened to it like, like through it two or three times and i was like this, this just this isn't me it, it's 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 but the i don't know i've the, always i've always fucked with the killers uh well it was just that song I, the song right after it oh, it doesn't gotcha, help gotcha, gotcha. it doesn't help that bones was right after it because I, bones is probably one of my like favorite bones songs either? no no uh, like oh, it doesn't oh, help it, he does I gotcha. like the yeah, opposite yeah. of that the opposite yeah. uh-huh. yeah, gotcha. like I, I just want to like, skip like Uncle how we've talked in the bones past coming like that's the danger of a really good song on an album is it makes the first one like, yeah <laughs> that much worse because you're just waiting <laughs> for the next one to start yeah yeah um i don't know i like see for reasons unknown i, I like that song a decent amount but really the main thing that sticks out to me about it is is just like the chorus about like my heart it don't beat like it used to that mm-hmm. section
that's like the main one that sticks out to me. I, I enjoy listening to the song. Like it's not a it's not a oh let me skip it to me, but it's when I think of like the songs I really like on this one. It's never one that comes to mind. Yeah, kind of like um, I think my list is the same way for me as well. But I think my dad likes my list a lot. I think that's one of the I was playing this uh, when I went home the other weekend and saw them and. I think he was saying that that was that was one he likes a lot, and I was like, "Huh, interesting." It grew on me a lot. He also likes Bones a lot. Yeah, the music video for Bones is just hilarious. It, um, God, they have these like these weird looking like just bad like early. Well, it's not early two thousands. It's like two thousand six, two thousand seven CGI, which still isn't like anything compared to new CGI. But oh god, is, yeah. it, is it like the Creed CGI videos? It's not that bad. No, no. Okay. <laughs> oh, they're so bad. are horrible. <laughs> no, they're not that bad. But it's um, sheesh. Like it, it's just like skeleton people, like skeletons dancing and like playing music and skeletons kissing and stuff. What the hell? It's just funny looking. I, I gotta check that out. Yeah, it, it and the, like the upbeat, kind of like silly nature of the chorus just adds to it, like. feel my bones on your bones yeah. it's just a strange yeah, thing like to a, say and then you like see a, right yeah you, you see skeletons like making out on the beach while that's playing yeah uh the 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 um the horns in bones is is really good like the the horn section that they bring into it mm-hmm. i like that a lot in that one um i but the my favorite thing about Bones is, one, I just like how synth rock it is. I think it might be the most just unapologetically synth rock on mm-hmm. this album. Um, and then the rhythm at the end of the verses, like the last lines of the verses, how they how he does the weird, like, slow down, enunci- like, super enunciation. Um, mm-hmm. Before the choruses start, I re- every time I hear that, I'm like, "Oh, that sounds so cool," because it's just it's Are just you... that dynamicness to it. Yeah, like, it sounds super synthy, Jamie. That's what I was gonna say too. It is. It's it's so like we have a synthesizer and we have a guitar. Yeah, <laughs> it's Here like it it's is. like you can hear just like the meshing of like everything too. Which which I I swear, I don't think of myself as a person who loves synth. But more and more, I think I just Kanye's albums. I'm just liking it more and more. Like I'm now at a point where I love listening to like 80 synth rock. I don't know why. I just I vibe with it. The uh, yeah Warzone. They've got uh, you can now have like war tracks, which are mm-hmm. uh, just songs that come on whenever you get in uh, like vehicles. And yeah. they keep coming out because of Cold War being set in the 80s. They've got like 80s hits, 80s rock hits, 80s pop hits. And I, I love that shit, bro. I'll get in a car to go like 10 feet just to hope that like Shout <laughs> comes on. Or like yeah. Cherry Pie yeah. and shit uh-huh. like that. Shout, 
We were playing the other yeah, night, and yeah, I, I got in a car, and uh, Take On Me started playing, and I was like, oh, I was like, weird. Yeah, yeah. You, you you made some comment about possibly me not getting to you in time. I, I was going to get loadout, and the zone was closing in on it, and I was like, Take On Me's playing, yeah. man. The, the car's going, the car's zooming now. <laughs> Dude, it makes you faster. It's like racing stripes. It adds horsepower, bro. It does. <laughs> <laughs> the eighties rock. It, it adds a uh, coke power to your car. So you know, <laughs> um, but read my mind. I think is my favorite track on the record. Yeah, I think it's and it's it's one of my favorite killer songs. I think of, I I just love it so much. the The two choruses are great. Um, I really like the bridge to it though, where it's like, uh, oh God, I just burped and it kind of burned from the chicken sausage I ate earlier, (laughs) (laughs) but the, the bridge of it, I really like where he's like, uh, open the door. Don't let it sting. I want to breathe that fire again. And then it like goes into the chorus again. Every Mm -hmm. time I really like that. But also, I like, so this is one of the songs, and they do this in a lot of their stuff, where there will still be the general structure of the verses and chorus and stuff like that, but they'll change the lines. So the rhythm sounds the same, and the guitar sounds the same, and if so if you don't pay attention to the words, it'll, and your brain won't register that it's different, but in this one, like, it's the kind of thing where they are different, in fact, like, the lyrics are different. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like the second chorus where it talks about like the teenage queen, a loaded gun, uh, drop dead dream, the chosen one talking about like, you know, the side of being the popular perfect person in high school, but still like the human side of dealing with depression and suicidal thoughts, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a Southern drawl, a world unseen that song. It kind of the, the, um, what it touches on is the fact that there's there, like I was talking about earlier, like the dark underside of things that seem, uh, you know, nice and polished on the surface, but they're still, um, you know, that second side of things. Yeah. The upside down, if you will. Uh, yeah. And I, I really, I just, J- I, Jamie's I fresh off his, uh, his stranger things. rewatch. just listen to Huh? I said you're fresh off your Stranger Things rewatch. You had to reference the Upside Down. Fresh on it. It's Wait, did you actually just? Months. It was like two or three months oh, ago. Okay. Yeah, me and Vic went through and watched all three seasons again. Still holds up. It was Very good, good, wasn't it? I enjoyed it a I lot. Know. Um. Yeah, but read my mind. I think it 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 might be. I don't know. It might be my favorite killer song. I'm not sure. But it anytime it comes on, I just go, "This is nice. I enjoy this." 
In one of the interviews I watched today, Brandon said, or the interview, the interviewer asked him why he has said in the past that it's continually stayed his favorite killer song. So you you could be lining up right up there with the with the front man, Jamie. Oh hell yeah, we on that we on that connection. Yeah, you you and <laughs> you and Brandon are on the wavelength. We got that uh, modus ponens. Man, what? Don't don't talk about discrete math on the podcast. Bro, I'm having that. What a shitter, dude. Shitter lab. <laughs> uh, this river is wild. I also really enjoy. There, there's a part in I like the. I think it's in the second verse where he he kind of like does a little ad lib at the beginning of the lines, and he goes, "I'm gonna shake a little." I always, I always yeah. love that little part. It, it's so funny. That that one's really good. I, I like because uh, he says I'm going to shake a little, and then I I can't remember what the uh, like what he says after that. But I I I didn't write it down. But I I, I also like those lines. That one I I. It's a very interesting structure, in, the writing of it because it's all different, like not even just the choruses are kind of redone the rhythm stays the same but there's not like a re- a real apart from talking about this river is wild and what's he say god speed god speed you boy yeah he says that but it's like a continuous narrated throughout from like start to finish mm-hmm. instead of being a, a um a circle racetrack it's a sprint from a to b Mm. Or you need for speed and or forza <laughs> instead of a instead of a instead of a circuit it's a sprint what circuit that's what it's called you're right i, I was drawing the circuit. listener can't see but i was drawing a circle with my hand that i couldn't remember what the, uh, <laughs> I, I watched my brother play uh countless in, endless amounts of hours of so many need for speed games growing up so i am familiar sammy's a big car guy True. Car guy Sammy. <laughs> My brother is a car guy. Sammy car car guy Sammy. Car <laughs> Sammy. <laughs> get, it, get him on the podcast uh, again. This is car talk. On Listen Up. But I also like... This is car talk. Uh, this river is wild. It's kind of... that. That's the one that's like... I, li- I like the narrative how it's about you know, kind of growing up in, in a small town and just like yearning for not even bigger, but just knowing that there's something better and and wanting to do that at all costs, like stepping into the wild river of life. Uh, but then the outro of it, it, it wrestles with, even though no matter how much you have that desire growing up in a smaller town and wanting something different, no matter how you feel, there's still that like nostalgic lamenting part of you that kind of doesn't when you look back, you kind of don't you still don't want to leave what's comfortable and like the nostalgia of when mm-hmm. you look back at things and you you kind of 
it's not regret. I, I think lament is a better word there, but it's kind of looking at, though there is this big passion, there's still the other side of it where you kind of, it, it makes you want to hold on a little bit longer when presented with the chance to move on. And, yeah. you know, even if you leave, then there, there still is going to be those, it's not quite rose colored glasses, but it's like the nostalgia thing where yeah. you go, you know, it was, it was still nice. You know, it was still good. Mm-hmm. And I like that. I like that it talks about both sides of that coin. Because I think that, at least for me, that's definitely something that I had growing up, you know, in small Yagan County. It was like, I want to do something better, <laughs> but then there are still parts of it to where when I look back, I'm like, yeah, that was that was pretty chill. That was pretty nice. Yeah. Yeah, I completely get what you're saying. That's like me. That That's kind of the feeling I get every time I listen to uh, Back Down South by Kings of Leon. The... I don't even know if they have slide guitar in it, but there's slide-ish guitar. It's just like a droney guitar chord that they play that's like the signature part of the song. Yeah. And that that the country elements added in just reinforce like the all the Saturdays where I would hear the CMT top 20 countdown on my TV <laughs> just just chilling in my house with my family. Just CMT bro. What, what a time to be alive. Yeah, I could probably I, I probably have like all the words to all of Carrie Underwood Underwood's like biggest hits just locked in a vault yeah. in my brain. And I, I You you and Zach <laughs> man, every Saturday I stayed at either of y'all's place it was the CMT uh the top top forty countdown. Yes sir. Was on you, the, uh, that's hilarious. You you sleep in the basement, you get up, you smell the pancakes, you walk upstairs. You and the boys <laughs> chilling at the dining room table. The, the parents come yeah. in with the pancakes on the plate, drop the maple syrup on the table. Shoo. Y'all's, yeah, y'all's, uh, y'all's like birthday y'all's. sleepovers. No fucking joke. Wake, he's not lying. We would go up to their like dining room table, sit down, and then there would just be a feast of, of, of plates, multiple plates of stacks of pancakes and like sausage patties. <laughs> I think one time there was sausage and bacon. They were both options. Damn, yeah, what Marshall. Okay. Yeah, Mar- Marshall household going goes hard on the breakfast. Bro, we, we, Marshall no. house. I just had we had our our house came with an in ground pool from the guy who had owned it, built it himself. So it was there were all kinds of code issues with it, but it worked. I didn't uh, know that. So that, that, was, that was my. Uh, my birthday uh that that was the the cool part of your house yeah because i've got an august birthday so it was and now it's filled in it's a sick-ass garden damn it's pretty cool cool. dude garden greater than pool no i don't know it's cool i mean once you get to a certain age i'd say so yeah no definitely definitely you gotta i don't know pool will still be so nice maybe not like a Actually, I don't know. Maybe not a, an above ground pool, but I feel like a pool would just be nice. You know, it was an oh, it was nice, and I, you know, it lived its if life you, cycle. If, if you it, it served best for me in my life, where it was like I had it all the way through high school, and then like there got a, it got a leak in it, and then it kind of kind of wasn't great, and they, my parents were just having to dump money into the chemicals trying to keep off the algae because like the leak was so big that the chlorine levels would drop so much that it wouldn't. So then it just wasn't monetarily feasible. It was going to be so much more to keep it. My dad was like, no one uses it. It gets used three times <laughs> a summer. We're going to fill it in with dirt garden. And True. now 
I come back because we can drink garden parties. Garden parties, bro. bro just, it it is. I could. White. I could just. But, I I could see me in the summer chilling at your house, drink, drinking a little, <laughs> drinking a little wine with the, with the the beam guard clan, just just Absolutely, hanging out, dude. eating some my fresh mom, picked tomatoes, has, making some BLTs. Oh, Shoo, dude, I. That's like the one thing that I'm like, if hopefully, you know, I'm excited to move away and start a career, hopefully in Denver for the yeah. first few years. But God damn, it would be so nice to just go chill at my parents, like garden, drinking wine, chilling. <sighs> say la vie. Um, <laughs> I was also going to say, I know I haven't been talking that much this time, but um, I was going to say. Where you really like the synth, Jamie? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not. I'm kind of not into this genre. Really, that not much. big on like, it. Like, I feel like I even. Pref- I feel like I even prefer like rock more than this yeah. like synth kind of rock. It's just. I don't know. Just the, just the synth is really like boring to me. Honestly, <laughs> I got you. I do, Yeah, I don't know. I even. I feel like I probably am somewhere used to have that. I don't. I don't know. At, at some point, it changed, but I definitely think that mm-hmm. I probably had. That. Like when I was younger, I I wasn't as big into like the eighties mm-hmm. synth rock. Whenever it would come on the radio, I'd be like, eh. But now I don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm in for it. I now. guess no. I, I guess it is. You have that one band that like opens you up to like more of it. You right. Know? You just like, have to hear it done well enough to where your brain goes, huh? I, I I distinctly remember hearing a rap song that I didn't like when I didn't like rap, and then once I liked rap, I went back and listened to that song, and I liked it, and I was like what's going on here i was uh, i was <laughs> hold up i was so confused because i was like didn't i not like this song like well that's sophomore all, year that's of high school the, like uh you know progression of taste and forming of a palette yeah true 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 like when i was a kid i didn't like hamburgers now i i enjoy hamburgers huh bro you still don't like sushi so it's like you know what what are we gonna do you just don't like seafood man so it's like i told you i, I enjoyed the sushi what did what what did you eat as a child, man? Like I don't I don't know what you uh dude as a kid I was a bitch, man. I was like uh chicken nuggets. Yeah. Well yeah. Uh, situationally. Like I've always enjoyed to say Mexican chicken's the only food, thing. Or like okay. Americanized Mexican food. Um and I've always enjoyed Italian food. Yeah, you know, but I wasn't fucking with like, you know, calamari. I wasn't fucking with like the seafood Understandable. anywhere. <laughs> Ceviche, none of that. Um no shrimp, bro. Yeah, you know, I didn't like shrimp. shrimp. So anytime we went to a seafood place, I wouldn't even get popcorn shrimp. I'd be like, "Yo, any chicken tenders?" I like. Uh, so I was a big chicken tenders whenever we went out. Which I still, I stand. Chicken tenders are very good. They're great. You know. Yeah, they are. Honestly, if I if I go to a specialty place, I'll get whatever they're whatever I'm there for. I won't get the chicken tenders. But at a place where chicken tenders are on the menu and it's not. You know, it's not weird to get them. I'll get chicken tenders. <laughs> Outback, chicken tenders. My brother likes the chicken tenders at Longhorn. I, I haven't been to Longhorn in so long. I used to get a hot dog. When I would go to Longhorn, i get the hot dog. <laughs> Their hot dog buns are crazy. They're Hell like yeah. loaves of bread. Damn. I think. It's been, it's been so long since I went to Longhorn. For the longest time, I loved the bread so that awesome. Longhorn had. Yeah. Yeah, that that like the the brown 
bread. Yeah, I was gonna say like wheat bread, but I like it's oh, just some yeah, kind of brown British... bread with like the whipped butter. Shoo. Yeah, I've never figured out what that is, but it goes dummy. It's wild. Not as good as Texas Roadhouse uh, yeast True. rolls with the honey butter. With the butter, but Oof. until True. before the Texas Roadhouse got put in, that was definitely the go-to. Or the biscuits at Red Lobster. Best thing there. Best thing at Red Lobster. Cheddar Bay biscuits. That's I've the best appetizer. Like, I've only eaten at Red Lobster one time in my whole life. Yeah, I'm pretty. I don't think I've eaten there like ever. I made the biscuits one time. <laughs> yeah, Dude, yeah. I've, like at I your house, had because, biscuits because at, my mom biscuits. really likes seafood. Yeah, and the rest of my mm-hmm. family likes seafood. So we would go to Red Lobster. So you get clowned on. Definitely more with my grandparents. <laughs> and I wouldn't even get chicken tenders. I wouldn't order anything. I would just eat the biscuits. <laughs> Those, they are so. If I went to Red Lobster right now, I would do the same thing though. <sighs> The the waiter comes around to you. Your mom says, "Don't worry about him. Just keep bringing us biscuit." Yeah, dude, those biscuits—they are so good. They are the best, like pre-meal at a restaurant. They're good. A, a contender. A contender is Monty D's chips and salsa. Only if the chips are like fresh out the fryer, though. Mm-hmm. Once they've cooled off yeah. a little bit and sat out, Cheddar Bay all the way. Mm. If anyone says bread, <laughs> if anyone says Olive Garden breadsticks, that's weird. Ew, bro. Overly bread. salty, chewy, overrated. Cheddar Bay biscuit, light, uh, fluffy. Uh, the salad is so much better. Like the salad is the the good part of Olive Garden to me. The dressing is just so good. The the older I've gotten, the, the more the I've soup liked is really good too. Salad. Mm-hmm. The, the soup is really good. The soup too. is good. The chicken, well, but the, soup, but the soup. Oh, I think I have had that. Uh, no, that's pretty good. But don't you? Have I, to, like, I had like order that? I had like the salad a kale shows up right. I like this like kale soup, which is pretty oh, good. Okay. Oh, okay. You can I've you can swap out the okay, salad for it was not soup. But then like if yeah, you, you get can. some of the salad, do they slap your wrist if you come by? Like <laughs> Well not if somebody else gets the salad. The then you just get a little yeah. Does it come in sizes or does it only come in like the big bowl? I think they only give you the big bowl. So like somebody else gets the salad, you get the soup oh. and then you just eat a little bit of the salad. So if one person gets salad and everyone else gets soup, then they still just give you an ass ton of salad? I don't know, man. I haven't been to Olive Garden in <laughs> years. Yeah, it's overrated as a, as a whole. Macaroni of Grill course, was yeah. better. An but ass ton of... the one in Winston mysteriously closed down suddenly. True. So it was mysterious. They had, they had rosemary bread. Shoot. That shit went hard, too. Shoot. I stand uh, by. I stand by. Out of all of those chain restaurants, Chili's. Chili's is the way to go. Get the. It's. Chili's is get the good. chips and skillet good. queso really with good. that that salsa. The chips Shoot. and salsa at Chili's goes hard. Mm-hmm. That shit goes hard <laughs> for sure. Yes, sir. Uh, I guess I'll sum up. I'll sum up my points on this album, and we can go ahead and rate it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I really like. Uh, I really like Why Do I Keep Counting. I think it's a very, as good as Samstown is as like an intro. I know that there's the interlude and the exit lude, but I think more of like Samstown's the intro. Why Do I Keep Counting is the outro. Mm-hmm. I, I really like it as an outro piece. It, it kind of, it it touches on the themes that have been throughout the song in just lines at a time though. Um, and the, just the help me get down part is so good. Yeah. 
<laughs> I feel that shit every time. Um, especially uh, the later on one where all the backing tracks cut out and it's just his voice. Kind of like the ad lib you were talking about in um, in the other song, but a in little a, different because it's a whole line. And then yeah, everything it, it sounds like he's once. he's just talking a little bit. Like his voice starts to crack, and he says, "Like help mm-hmm. me get down, I can make it. Help me get." And then all the stuff comes back in. Uh, um, yeah, it's really good. Uh, also, some food for thought, bro. If our days are numbered, why do we keep counting? Oh, yeah. Oh, bro. I, I, I think I think that that is just a phenomenal. You know, let it marinate a little bit. I think that's so. I think it's very a very cool, uh, poignant line. Mm-hmm. You know, like why get caught up in the counting of the numbered days instead of like, instead of getting caught up in that, just live the ones that are left to their mm-hmm. fullest extent, and then the number doesn't matter as much. That makes sense. I'm like, fuck. He's <laughs> this. He's saying some shit. Uh, you do. And I, I, and then I like I enjoy the interlude and the exit lude. I, I think. You know, you either think it's cringe or you think it's cool, and I think it's cool. I, I like the like mm-hmm. breaking of the fourth wall to to then like speak to the listener, like fully address the listener, and be like. We hope you enjoyed the show, as in one side of that would be hope you enjoyed the album because we're a band and we need to make money mm-hmm. off that. Uh, but also we hope you enjoyed the show <laughs> as in like looking at the story of life that's been told throughout, you know, the um, nine tracks between the two, betwixt. Mm-hmm. I think it's really cool. I really like it. It's, you know, I, I can't think of another example of just a band fully breaking the fourth wall to be like, thank you for listening. <laughs> Hope you liked it. Yeah. I still remember. You guys know the guy who did like cooler than me. And Mike like, Posner. Yeah. Uh, he might be cool. I remember um, that one? he came out with like a new song that he recorded uh, with a new album a year or two ago that he recorded about like he walked across the United States. I forgot and, he did that. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And yeah. uh, the first song is like 45 seconds of him saying, like, if you don't have, like, the full time to listen to this album, just don't, like, don't listen all the way through. Yeah. And I, like, I heard that and I was like, okay. And I just turned it off. It was so funny. Is <laughs> that right? Wait, that's hilarious. Yeah, that, like, that, I mean, I, that's the if primary. you ain't going to respect the whole thing, don't listen. Okay. <laughs> see ya deal bye bud you you said it you said it thanks for thanks for letting me off not wasting 40 minutes of my time <laughs> yeah. I, but i i do i i still think that there's like insight that can be gathered from the exit lewd where the lines of we've seen it all bonfires of trust flash floods of pain it doesn't really matter don't you worry it'll all work out and that's not mm. talking about the album. That's talking about like in life, you see good, you see bad, but ultimately, you know, it'll work out. So don't, you know, don't yeah. stress. Something, something will happen. It will work out in in one way or another. And I was like, yeah. interesting. Food for thought. You know, I'm just eating. My brain's eating. I'll just. <laughs> mm. My brain said thank you. My brain said. 
Grassy ass. Appreciate that. <laughs> My brain said grassy ass. Oh. Grassy ass. Uh, yeah, so do we want to we wanna slap a number? Or I guess, do you guys have any final thoughts first? Uh, um, I don't. Not particularly. I mean, <laughs> uh, in some of the interviews I listened to today, he talks about how he being Brandon, the guy who, like, the singer and the guy who writes uh, or co-writes pretty much every song, he said that uh, after, or starting with their 2017 album, Wonderful, Wonderful, he just felt like mm. it it wasn't as easy to, like, make up scenarios to write about anymore. Like, he had to write about, like, internal conflicts and things that were going on in his right. life. It was just like some switch flipped. So it's interesting to think that a lot of these scenarios, he, he, he was pulling from personal experience, but also he was kind of like, uh, like creating not, yeah. Like creating, not, not fabricating and glamorizing, but like that, like they weren't, they, they might not have all been authentic experiences and emotions for him, but they're also well articulated. It's still very impressive, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, for sure. For sure. But that's pretty much Uh, it. So I guess I I have a much greater appreciation for the band after, after this Mm -hmm. week. Thank you for the pick, Jamie. You're welcome. Yes, thank you, Jamie. I love. This. Yes, J- Jordan actually loves this band. There's new favorite band, a new favorite genre. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess so. I guess I'll start, and then Nikki go, and Jordan, you can uh, tell us what we're going to be listening to next week. Uh, I'm going to give right. this one a nine out of ten. I really like it. I like this one a lot. Okay, nice. I'm gonna give her. Uh, I'm gonna give it a seven. Seven. Okay. And then Jordan, wh- what will you give it? I will give it a three. My hand was already hovering. I'm over sorry. I, I really, I just really don't. You like don't have to apologize, but we understand. Yeah, it's not for everybody. I know. That's I know. I just feel. Give, I just feel bad for giving like a really. Now, really now we've learned the thing that you. the The real question is: Do you hate synth rock or country music more? <laughs> well, he doesn't hate country music. Honestly, he hates country accents. True. That is true. All right, and that ties it for twenty eighth with. Sound and Fury. Oh, actually, it's a lot. Okay, no, it doesn't. Sound and Fury is 27th. My bad. It t- it's tied with Yes, Laud, and Stories Don't End for the 28th position at 6.33. Gotcha. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so Jordan, what are we going to be listening to next week? It's another album I haven't listened to yet. Ooh. It's called... Circles by Mac Miller. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. Nick Nick's gonna go uh, I, dummy. I I heard I heard the song Good News and I really really liked it. And again, it's one of those albums where I heard one song and I want to hear the rest of the mm-hmm. album now. Plus that album I, I I just looked over, glanced over before, and it's really really popular. So um, which one? Okay, I I don't know this one. I don't think. It's called Circles by Max. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, thanks. <laughs> so we're we're doing the standard version, not the deluxe version. the The deluxe only has two extra songs, but um, okay, I, I was just I was just making sure. Yeah, I'm fine doing the regular version. Okay. Yeah. Well, I uh, awesome. Yeah, I know stuff off of. Uh, is it Ladders? What's the name of the album? That's swimming. 
Okay, I know I know stuff off that one, but I don't know this one, so that'll be interesting. Interesting. All right. Interesting. Uh, well, and I guess very quickly because we're already at uh, fifty nine. Um, what have we been listening to this week? Well, since I said it, I'll go. I guess I'll go first. Um, and then I don't even have it. It's Woo Wednesday. I thought I. I it is Woo Wednesday. Wait, what? Tuesday. It's, Tuesday. it's Woo Tuesday. You got me. Uh, so I've been listening to like Good News by Mac Miller. Um, new song called, or sorry, not it's not new, but it's a it's Molly by Tyga. Okay. Wiz Khalifa. I think it's a really old older album. Um, I found this new song called Far Rockaway by Kamak. Kamau, it's K-A-M-A-U-U. I don't really know it. That's been like one of my favorite songs right now. Like since it was really sunny recently, it just it, it like went with the vibes mm-hmm. so well. But I get what of you it mean. being just like nice sure. outside. I'm starting to listen to like that more like upbeat, like cruising type music, Absolutely. you know, because it's so yeah, it's like it's so good. The new it's um so the new Brent Fayaz song with Tyler the Creator, it's really good. Uh-huh. I think it's called Gravity. I just I've heard it on TikToks. Gravity. And yeah, it's a it's a cover. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Gravy. Like I, I didn't know it was that song. I saw that that song came out and I like listened to a little bit of it and I was like, "Oh, that's all right." And then it kind of blew up uh-huh. and I like I knew the song, but I didn't associate it with the name. It was a weird thing. But then I then I saw it and I played it again and I was like, "Oh. Wow." I'm just stupid. <laughs> but yeah, is it was that it for you, Jordan? Did I interrupt you? Yeah, yeah, no, no, sorry, that was it. Gosh, that was it. I'm I'm excited for Circles next week. I haven't listened to it in forever. I was I was honestly really surprised whenever Mac Miller was like my fourth most listened to artist last year because I I, I hadn't listened to him yeah. in a while, but he just kind of comes up in rotation every now and then now. But I I did used to be into him. I got you. Um, but this week I found a dude named, uh, Trey Burt, who's signed to John Prine, um, who passed away last year, John Prine's, uh, record label, who, if you don't, uh, you probably don't know Jordan, but he was like, I didn't know who he was until like later in his, in his life. But, um, Jason Isbell, who we like, who Jamie loves and I love him too, but that we did like Southeastern for. Um, John Prime was like a big inspiration for him and he was an inspiration for a lot of like mm-hmm. contemporary Americana like leftist country singers just because they say like they uh-huh. loved his songwriting and stuff his songwriting and like um, just like his way of thinking about life and then he died from COVID last year but that's like a that that's a whole like that's just a, a sidetrack Trey Burt is signed to his label and I found his album based off of a, a song that just came up on a playlist this week and I, I really enjoyed it. And uh Yeah, you you were telling me I I uh, I liked it. I also checked it out. You were telling me about him the other yeah. day. Cool. Um uh, also on a little bit of a Isbell kick, uh some Avid brothers. Uh a dude named nice. Raylan Baxter who I've liked for a little while. Who actually has a cover album of like five songs on swimming. On Mac Miller's like second newest album, oh, but dang. he's not like a hip hop artist. They're just like they're kind of like 
contemporary folk covers a little bit. Oh, cool. But, uh, yeah. And that's pretty much it. Yeah, I, I've probably, I don't know, I haven't listened, I can't think of anything too specific, um, but I've been listening to just in general, like Jordan said, with the nice weather, I was listening to more like, I guess feel good, but not in like easy listening oldies radio sense of feel good music, but just stuff yeah. that feels good to me. Um, probably more like pop and rap thrown in there, mm-hmm. just kind of like. Just going with the weather, you know. Although I have been listening to Seven Plus Mary, the Rainbow Kitten Surprise album, a lot. <laughs> I don't know. I just it keeps showing up on my like jump back in on Spotify, and I go, yeah, I'll, I'll jump, back, jump in. back in. <laughs> yeah. Same thing with a uh, Beauty Behind the Madness by the Weekend. Oh yeah. Don't know why, but yeah, I don't know. I've just been enjoying listening to like more upbeat stuff, like uh, La 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 by y2k and the other person who's in that song wait sing that one real quick da, da, ba, da, 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 oh, yeah, that, one, yeah. I, that song is I so good that year, i love that song when uh, i popped out cocaine jesus. You gave me just a little bit of luck. good uh or not cocaine jesus that's rks that's a good one but i've been listening to modern jesus by portugal the man i like that one a lot oh yeah so just kind of like that general if i see a daily mix that has like those artists i'll listen to that just kind of just kind of been feeling the sunny the sunny feel good i was wearing shorts and a t-shirt two days in a row oh crazy dang i know i know those two perfect days not too hot i wore in the morning had when i took leo on his morning walk had on a sweater and some shorts and then later on, took the sweater off. Oh, glorious. Chef's kiss. <laughs> but yeah, um, I guess with that, we can put another one in the bag. In the books. Uh, I don't think that's how you end it. Just, no, the book um... closed. Um, yeah, we want to say thanks again. I always say again, I got to take that out. That doesn't make any sense. Wanted to say thanks for listening this week. Uh, remember to tune in next week where we're going to be taking a look at Circles by Mac Miller. Uh, expect a pretty good Nick note section. Um, you know, and also be sure to check it out so you can have your own thoughts and mentally join in the discussion with us. Uh, you can also actually join in the discussion by leaving a comment on YouTube or you can also tweet your thoughts at us we're on twitter at at list up podcast and that account as well as all of our personal handles are going to be in the description of wherever you found this episode uh we also ask that if you enjoy this episode you know drop a rating or a review on your respective platform it helps us out and then it can also help you out because then if we get more listeners you're not a weirdo who is one of five people who listen to us talk um So think about that. And for now, we'll catch you next week. And remember to listen up.